Hey guys, welcome back to Gaming Trend Podcast. This is your host, Erica. And this is your highly carbonated John. So this week we will be talking about launch day problems, specifically the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Oh, that's just still a mouthful with Xbox. Yeah, they need to abbreviate it or something. I don't know. They need to they need to figure it out though. This week has been absolutely crazy. Uh, I know so many people and friends that are trying to scrounge around and find a PS5, either an Xbox Series X or an Xbox Series S. It's insane. But you know what's super cool that happened this week? Well, there's a few things that happened this week, but my fiance won an Xbox Series S in a raffle. Oh, damn. Yeah, he paid like 18 bucks to get in and he won. Well, there you go. I know, it's amazing. He literally jumped up, started hollering and clapping. I'm sitting here saying, what the hell is going on? (laughs) And he's like, I just won an Xbox. (laughs) It's amazing. They're doing all these raffles um, on some of our poster websites that we're part of, like group chats and everything like that. And people are trading them for posters. People are uh, doing raffles since they cleared it with the poster people. And so, I mean, it's pretty interesting. There's been like a good 10, 20 raffles happening. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's really exciting. People really want them. Even people at Gaming Trend, they got the reservations in, they pre-ordered it, and then they got emails from companies. Oh, Walmart and a couple others like that. Walmart, Amazon, uh, GameStop. <sighs> Just it's insane. But let's go ahead and get into game one. Game on. talking about earlier, Walmart site goes down again as PS5 orders go up. Walmart is making its PS5 inventory available to buy on its site in several time slots Thursday, but its site got overwhelmed by customers rushing to buy Sony's next-gen PlayStation during the first wave. I mean, it's insane. Anytime there's a release and they say, come get it at this time or this day or whatever, all these sites just crash. It's like they don't even prepare for people coming in to buy them. Well, see, they need to have the same people that do San Diego Comic-Con's page to be able to handle all of this. That's what it comes down to. I mean, honestly, they need to get with Mondo. They need to get up with Mondo, some bottleneck. They know how to handle influx of customers. I swear, there are so many people. There are websites that I hate to go to i know so many artists that sell certain art pieces on websites i'm like no like big cartel fuck you guys like oh my gosh i hate that website host (laughs) for this episode we actually found detailed problems for the ps5 and the xbox series x so why don't we go into some ps5 errors the first one is data transfer via usb or lan some problems players encounter with the ps5 include issues with data transfer from the ps4 to the ps5 I mean, that's like a big thing to miss out on. Oh, yeah. Especially whenever you have the PS4 and then you're using an external drive. And then you hook it up to the back one because you don't want to have a USB port sticking out the front. And data corruption. Another issue, using an external hard drive to play PS4 games. Sony has revealed that PS4 games can be played via an external hard drive but not PS5 titles. However, it is recommended for players to avoid this feature for now, given that some users reported issues when transferring data from a PS4 to a PS5 via an external hard drive. 
During the transfer process, data can be corrupted, resulting in players losing all their data in their existing hard drive. I mean, that's insane. Can I know people who thousands, thousands upon thousands of dollars every year on games. And can you imagine all of it going away? I've only had that happen before. And that's when I was backing up a server and then having to reconstruct the hard drive. That's not fun. And it it's not fun at all. Bad on so many things. I'm looking at this like, okay, there's no way to reconstruct the, uh, the data because most software that you would use to reconstruct the data don't recognize any of these formats. <laughs> yes. What would drive me, though, is an issue with a loud humming sound. When something starts making noises, I go into what should I do? Should I hit it? Yes. Or should I just restart it? Because that's, that's what I do. I'm like, if there's humming something's loose. Do I need to hit it? That's that's where I go, okay? Uh, there are some reports from early adopters claiming to hear loud humming sounds from the PS5. Initially, some thought the issue is limited to the console's standard version, given that there is a disk drive inside. However, some now believe that this might not be the case, given that the all-digital edition appears to have the same issue. Oh my gosh! Now, the running theory is that the unnecessary noise is due to coil line, but it doesn't really pose any threat to the console, and most players don't probably hear it, given that it is not as loud as the game themselves. That would bother me. Oh, sounds like they're using some cheap little transformers inside the power supply right there. During COVID, which is still happening, the PS5 had to redesign their whole system. They couldn't get so many parts, but the Xbox was coming out with theirs, and they're like, no, we have to go at the same time. I feel, and many others feel, they could have waited. We would have waited. I would have waited for a better system. I'm. That's why I'm not buying one. So <laughs> I will wait for the better system, but people people are upset. I can understand that, but you know, especially with that... Oh my god, I'm about to slap you. That is... <laughs> can't do it i can't it would i would think that something's wrong something like a bomb's in my house i don't i don't know i couldn't do it uh ps5 download queue bug users are also reporting an occasional error when attempting a full digital download of a game the game will suddenly give an error message or a downloading indefinitely message and it cannot be canceled or re-downloaded once again a factory reset appears to correct the ps5 download bug for the time being why <laughs> <laughs> why what's really funny is like all oh, so far that seems to be sony's thing just uh factory reset it it'll be fine oh my gosh rest mode error one of the key features of ps4 when it came out several years ago is the ability to put the console into rest mode this does suspend the game being played enable the download of games and updates while the console is on, on low power and unlocks remote play and control features rest mode is also available on the ps5 but some players reported it to cause a critical error forcing the console to crash requiring database rebuilding on ps5 unfortunately the critical error triggered by rest mode can brick the PS5, which when then require players to contact a Sony customer service representative for further instruction or to ask for a replacement. Do they have replacements? Here, be careful when you put it to sleep. It might not wake up again. <laughs> <laughs> Now, 
okay. So this is how you disable the rest mode, okay? Uh, one of the best ways to avoid this major problem is for players to disable rest mode on their PS5. To do this, players must first head to the PS5's main menu and select settings. Afterward, players should head to system settings and under that, select power saving. Players must then select set time until PS5 enters rest mode and select disable rest mode from a drop-down list. Unfortunately, there is still no fix apart from preventing the console from entering rest mode. However, given the severity of the problem, it is likely that Sony is already developing a patch update to keep this issue from happening. <laughs> I love zero day bugs. And here's what's going to happen. People are going to get the console, turn it on, and go, oh, I need to do this. They start Googling. The thing goes in the rest mode and dies. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only system I bought, like, on D-Day, right, was a PSP. And I love the original PSPs. The original PSPs, number one, are a lot more durable. Number two, they're heavy AF. So, I don't know, it feels better. And then number three, the inside of the disc insert, it was all metal. And like when you opened it, it like slid out slowly and then you could close it. With the new ones, they were all just plastic. They tried to save money on the other one because here we're getting rid of the disc of the wonderful VCR disc tray. Like why? <laughs> yeah. That was the best. <laughs> but we, we put a plastic thing, you like breathe on it wrong. It snaps off and flings the UMD I somewhere. I I loved the PSP like VCR thing going on. Like that's exactly what it was. That was my favorite part of it. Uh, but I did have to trade my first gen in because someone threw it and it hit the ground and it couldn't play anymore. So I had to trade it in for a new one. Oh, I still got mine. <sighs> jealous, jealous, jealous. And I have all the accessories for it. Ugh. Oh, never again. Also, on top of. Walmart, Amazon's having issues as well. And while Amazon's site didn't seem to be in somewhat better working order most of the time than its other online rivals, if you did manage to pre-order your next-gen console from there, you have probably been unsettled by a recent email you've gotten from them, stating, We've contacted you and your order of the PlayStation 5 slash Xbox Series X or S to let you know in advance that you may not receive the item on the day it was released due to high demand. We are making every effort through the supplier to procure more inventory. We will provide additional updates once more information becomes available. A wave of these went out when PS5 orders were done. I heard some, we heard some people got them for Xbox nearly as soon as they ordered one. Gotta love this COVID year, you know, air, stuff to stay home and all every retailer is going... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there's a lot of people who are upset. They're like, why am I still waiting for my system when someone just bought theirs and they're getting it already? Which, I mean, I see is very unfair. Well, kind of the same thing whenever the PlayStation 3 came out and it was all available for pre-order. And, well, I got, got a Walmart gift card. So I was like, hey, there's enough on this thing. I can actually order this system brand new. Did that. And launch day came and went, and I get and I get emails like, "Oh, here, expect it to be delivered ten days from now." Like, what? It's really insane about these stores. I understand that they want to make money. I understand that some things happen, but I swear this year has been the roughest for pre-orders. Oh, pre-ordering anything. Well, see all the things with the PlayStation Five going wrong. Let's see what the Xbox has to fail us on today. Xbox Series X shutting down. 
There were multiple reports of the Xbox Series X simply shutting down. Most commonly, this seems to occur when loading up a game, but it doesn't seem to be caused directly by the game. It has happened with everything from Assassin's Creed Valhalla to Ori. And as of now, Microsoft has yet to issue any statement here. Hopefully this is something that can be fixed with a system patch. And it's not an actual hardware fault, but the only resolution for now seems to be booting it back up and hoping that this isn't causing long-term damage if it's a hardware problem. I love all these ifs and hope. And I'm, I don't, you know, I'm 30 years old. There, hope's gone. I'm a realist. I'm older. I still believe in the blue lanterns. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I swear, if I was having that many issues, I would, I'm turning this shit back. I'm turning this shit back. I'll wait to the new wave. I'll get it again. It's so much fun. Or how about this? How about your uh, controller desyncing and not pairing with the console? I mean, the Xbox does that, so. I never I'm have. not surprised this one does it either. Well, my Xbox 360 is still up and running and still doing great. Like, amazing. <laughs> but some users are encountering a problem where the controller appears to disconnect from the Series X during use, and using the pair buttons doesn't reconnect the two. Seemingly, the problem may lie in the controller, which, once again, a patch may hopefully be able to fix. Nonetheless, the exact cause has not been pinpointed, but there are a couple easy fixes. Players can attempt to hardwire the Xbox controller to the console, wait about three to five seconds, and then unhook it, and it'll be working again. If without a USB-C port, or if that doesn't work, resetting the console appears to fix the issue as well. Now that's Microsoft's thing. Hey, have you tried turning it off and on again? Yeah, uh, sometimes, like with my Xbox One, uh, it just does it, where the controller doesn't want to work, syncing's it's just not happening you plug it in yeah it works if you plug it in if you try to unplug it no thank you and you just have to restart it that's microsoft in a nutshell same thing with this <laughs> how about a corrupt 4k display that's always fun when attempting to play with select hdmi 2.1 tvs at 4k resolution with 120 hertz and vrr support some players may meet a no signal or corrupted image which you're going to get a artifacts all over the screen kind of like when a fat boy playstation 3 decided to die <laughs> or the xbox 360 no workaround has been identified at this time though making sure your tv has all its firmware updates and playing around with those specific settings may help i had to take the 4k off while playing final fantasy 7 remake on the ps4 because i was getting like headaches like my brain couldn't handle the images you are weak <laughs> I have weak eyes. I have weak, sensitive eyes. It is not my fault. <laughs> Wear sunglasses. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but speaking of uh, how the PlayStation 5 had that sound, there's strange noises coming from the Series X, and no, it is not a portal to hell. There are some reports of strange noises coming from the Series X, although in all reports, it should be noted that no mechanical failure or other severe issue have been identified by the noise. For now, fans should keep an eye on the noise and look for an acknowledgement from Microsoft. If it starts saying to give it a newborn, then call us back. No, they never ask for a newborn. It's usually some small animal at first. They start you off slow. Is that what it is? Yes, with a squirrel. But most likely with this, it's probably the fan they have in it because they got a 130 millimeter fan in the top of this thing. And that's an odd size for <laughs> anyone that has worked on computers. Because it's usually 120, 140, and 160 millimeter. Not 130. I just, I, it's shocking that, that Sony and Microsoft are like, 
it's okay. The noise is supposed to be there. And I'm like, nah, you need to fucking fix it. <laughs> what if the noise is trying to program you? That's no. what it is. No. It's going to happen. Oh, but don't worry, though. You got, you got more issues now, like the apps. Microsoft has acknowledged issues with Remote Play, Peacock TV, BBC iPlayer, as well as issues with capturing screenshots and recordings. There are no known fixes at this time, but at least in regards to captures and recording, they should be fixed with an update seemingly set for sometime this November, like whatever's left of this month. Furthermore, attempting to watch a DVD or a Blu-ray will sometimes result in a black screen, which a console restart should fix. That's stupid. <laughs> I used my systems as a Blu-ray player and a 4K player. Like, honestly, uh, who who has DVD players around anymore? I mean, my fiancé does, but that's because he's super old. But people like me don't. I have a VCR still. Oh, that, you know, that's your issue, so. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have a beta, Betamax? No. kind of wish I did. And add to my old technology collection. You need to get a laser disc player. Then, then I'll respect you. I have found those. But, but you do not own one. No, because there wasn't many good movies for that thing on those at the time, even back then. Uh, but I do remember seeing ones of those that was a record player and a CD player all in one. On the same carousel. Wow. I know. But it also means the uh, other things here, like the... I'm, I'm horribly segues right now. <laughs> but the smart delivery and quick resume. Yeah, smart delivery titles may result in the game not recognizing the game as fully installed, typically occurring due to moving a game from an external hard drive to the solid state drive. To correct this, fans will need to restart the console once again. A few titles are not quick resuming correctly, and Microsoft work on the fix. Some titles have had the feature disabled while attempting this fix. Wow. I, I love zero-day bugs. And it's kind of the same thing with this wonderful message where we probably all see if you use anything that's Microsoft. Something went wrong at address 0x800708CA. The above error message affects some games while launching them. The best fix is to uninstall and re-download the affected title. While you re-download that 40 gig game, might as well go out, see the sunshine, see a squirrel in a tree while it gets tries to eat a cat. Okay. That's that's how much time it'll take to re-download all your stuff. <laughs> oh, but don't worry. There's more. The headphone game slash chat audio mix. Some third-party headsets will allow players to adjust game chat audio mix when paired with the new Series X controller. So pretty much you're going to have everyone that is yelling in the chat about having to restart their consoles. But it's like they're yelling right in your ear at full volume. That's what's going to happen. And the only way you can fix it is to go into the on-screen guide and turn down the volume. I mean, that doesn't sound too hard or too bad, but it is inconvenient. Give it time. It'll be you have to turn it off and on again. Now, remember all those wonderful Xbox 360 games that they said, this will be backwards compatible with the Series X. Trying to launch those games on the Series X is forcing some users back to the dashboard instead of playing the game. And to correct this issue, fans need to clean the 360 storage. This can be done via settings, system, storage, clear, local 360 storage. And then you have to restart your console. Everything with this Series X, you have to turn it off and on again. It's like I'm dealing with Windows 98. At least you don't have to do a factory reset like the PlayStation 5. Yeah. You're like, facts. Give it time, though. Turn it off and on again. You're going to brick it. With the Xbox, I feel like these are problems that even the older series have had. 
with PlayStation 5, it's like, everything's kind of okay, dead. Like, <laughs> there's no middle in between. Like, Xbox is like, y'all, you know this shit fucked up. PlayStation's like, shit, you know when it's going to get fucked up. <laughs> it's okay. We use the same designers that we use for the 360. It'll be fine. Trust us. You know it's going to die. Because you only rent an Xbox. You don't own one. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, I, I know people who've gotten their PlayStation 5s. I know people who've gotten their Xbox Series X. I'm excited to get our Xbox Series S. I'll definitely update you guys on all the Coolio stuff that we play and see and how the difference is. And we're, I'm placing bets on how many times you're going to have to turn that thing off and on again. That's what I'm going to be doing. Placing bets right now. Three to one. We're going with about eight times in an hour. I love the meme that I'm seeing where it says, if the value of a gain system is above your credit score, you don't need to get it. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about some things that you can get and hopefully your credit score is above. Let's go into shut up and take my money. Shut up and take my money. The first one we have up here is the pop Star Wars, the Mandalorian, the child with egg canister. Are you watching the Mandalorian? Really? You know who I am. I'm just, I have to ask, like, you're really weird with what you watch. I'm like, and you're like, oh yeah, I watched it. I'm like, oh no, I I rewatched episode three about four times because just I kept finding more and more Easter eggs from Star Wars Rebels in it. It's amazing. So the last episode, it has the child, also known, aka Baby Yoda, and he's committing genocide. Uh, by eating all these frog ladies' eggs. She's got so many. She was just eating the ones that would just be, like, turn out to be criminals. So, first of all, number one, how does this lady not know there's, like, 20 eggs missing? This lady... can't count. I, she must not. I, I, like, I was watching the whole movie, and I'm like... Baby Yoda done ate 20 eggs. There look like there's six left in that canister. This poor lady doesn't know where her babies are going. (laughs) And then she had them all in the tub with her. And I'm like, ma'am, you can count. You should realize something's happening. She she was like, I'm cool. This is okay. It's fine. Perfectly fine. And then episode three, they have one egg hatches. Like, see, he was just getting rid of all the duds. So you can get this pop at GameStop for $24.99. I believe you can get it at a other couple of places uh, for $29.99, but it seems like GameStop has the best deal right now. Or you can break it down to four, pay- four easy payments of $6.24. <laughs> I love how all these websites are like, you can pay as you go, and you can pay for installments of this. And I love when it's like a $10 item, and they say you can pay $2 every week or month. <laughs> oh, you know, it's kind of like Amazon. Here, you got this. Oh, but if you try to apply for Amazon Visa credit card, you only pay this much. So the pop itself is a landscape pop. Um, That's what I call pops that that are not just one figure. It has a grassy area. It has Baby Yoda, a.k.a. the child, and then the canister itself. And Baby Yoda is walking to the canister about to devour some babies. Oh, he's got that look in his eyes. There was a lot of backlash for that movie. Isn't that insane? Like, people were very sensitive about Baby Yoda eating these eggs. Like, saying that he's killing children. Okay, so we're going to be upset about a fictional character eating fictional babies. Yeah. That it makes no sense whatsoever. Are you surprised, though? Are you surprised? Well, the interwebs are all weird these days. I just sit back and just eat popcorn and laugh. The next one we have up is something that I bought this week that I didn't even know was out. Big Potato Blockbuster Returns game. I believe I've talked about 
blockbuster, the board game, maybe? I know that we've talked about it. I'm sure yes. we probably even played it with each other. I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast, uh, but it's such a fun game. Oh, yeah, it's blockbuster, and there's so many of a, of a generation that have no idea about, hey, let's go see that new movie. Good blockbuster. Can't find it. Oh, it's all checked out. All 40,000 copies. Okay. Hey, there's this thing over here that I really don't want to watch, but I'm already here. So Blockbuster is a movie game for anyone who has seen a movie. And like all the best films, it comes in two parts. In the movie buzzer battle, both teams are given a topic, such as movies with dogs. You start the 15-second timer, yell at a relevant movie, and whack the buzzer to reset the time. Uh, So... It's lots of fun. That's the first part of the game. Whoever wins that, then that team gets control of over uh, the six cards that are drawn. And then they pick what they want. And then they give the team against them the other cards. So what I'm talking about is the expansion pack, which has more games, more topics. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I can see that. Like, well, you're just grinning ear to ear right now, kind of like how Baby Yoda was trying was looking at the canister. <laughs> well, so I mean, and it's and it's a honestly, it's a great party game. Everyone can play it. They have oldies in it. They have new movies in it. I mean, anyone, literally anyone who's ever seen a movie can play this game. The original game is fourteen eighty nine. It comes like the buzzer and everything like that. And then the expansion pack is $12.99. So it's not an expensive game to play and have fun with. Maybe this will finally replace Cards Against Humanity. People go into parties and they'll bring this. It should. Hopefully. Because right now with Cards Against Humanity is rated the same high as someone who brought a guitar to a party. Well, so I know a lot of people that'd be like, hmm, luckbuster. And then they're like, where's not one around here to return this game? It's a, it's a, it's not a tape. It's a game. And what would they respond with? Nani? Yes, exactly. Nani? Here's some things for the tickler Nani brain. Moby Limb. Oh my god, it's a augmenting mobile devices with a robotic limb. You can add a finger. It's super weird. Technology can touch you back. <laughs> like, that's their whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I require consent first. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Moby Limb is a new shape-changing component with a compact form factor that can be deployed on multiple devices. It's a small 5DOF serial robotic manipulator that can be easily added to or removed from existing mobile devices like smartphones and tablets in the spirit of human augmentation, which aims to overcoming human body limitations by using robotic devices. Their approach aims to overcoming mobile devices limitations, static, passive, motionless, by using robotic limbs. <sighs> Why do I, it, especially with this, they got a cover for it. It looks like a human finger. That's what freaks me out. So the robotic limb can look like almost like an exoskeleton where it just looks like a metal robot finger. But then they also give you a human skin sleeve that is pale colored and creepy as hell. No, thank you. You know what this thing's going to be used for? No, I don't want to say it. Tinder. I mean, that's a pretty applicable. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Watch it spaz out. Just keep swiping right, swiping right, swiping right, swiping right, swiping right. The users can can manipulate and deform the robotic device. They can see and feel it, visual and haptic feedback, including when its shape is dynamically modified by the mobile device. And, yeah, as a robotic manipulator, it can support additional modular elements such as LEDs, shells, and proximity sensors. This is how Skynet 
starts now for 2020. It's interesting. So they have different sleeves for it. Um, one sleeve, you can add a scorpion tail to the tip of it. A- another sleeve is a cat tail. So you can have like a kitty cat on your phone and then you can wag its tail. That's very weird. Uh, lights, as we discussed, and um, and other ones. It's it's creepy. I don't like it. Oh, no, 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 no. And I thought this was a bad one. I had like the cat ears that fit on my head and moved by brain waves. This is just creepy. I don't want it. Let's go to the next one. I don't want more robots. Oh, we're going to get more robots because NASA wants to put a nuclear power plant on the moon. Because nothing bad is going to happen. It's not like we need the fucking moon to live or anything. Mm, If you go by Dragon Ball Z, not really. (laughs) No. (laughs) But NASA and the U.S. Department of Energy will seek proposals from industry to build a nuclear power plant on the moon and Mars to support its long-term exploration plans. The proposal is for a fission surface power system, and the goal is to have a flight system, lander, and reactor in place by 2026. Okay, you know what? This is going to be interesting right there, because you know what's going to happen? We're going to have that, and then we're going to have colonies on the moon, and then, yeah, we're going to be living uh, like Star Trek here in a little while, with little domes, and then, oh, look, here comes uh, some space junk from an old MTV satellite. Boop, oh, it all exploded. <laughs> um, it says the facility will be fully manufactured and assembled on Earth and tested for safety. Uh, I don't trust that. <laughs> and the nuclear power plants will provide enough electrical power to establish an outpost on the moon of Mars. Mars. Um, I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Now we're going to be looking up all of a sudden. Oh, mushroom cloud. And then the moon <laughs> just fractures in half and releases the creature that has been living in the moon all this time. Right. I mean, you've heard stories of how, like, the moon crevices and cracks are getting bigger, right? See, this goes along with an old Doctor Who episode I saw where the, where the moon was actually an egg. For a weird space creature. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. It's 2020. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I know. And then with this also, it's like, okay, when it cracks and flies off, and then it lays another moon. One of the fun things with this is going to be they're looking to develop a 10 kilowatt class fission surface power system for demonstration on the moon by the late 2020s. The facility will be fully manufactured, assembled, and tested, and there will be an integrated with a lunar lander. And a launch vehicle will transport it to an orbit around the moon. The lander will lower to the surface, and once it arrives, it'll be ready for operation with no additional assembly or construction required. So we're sending a giant A-bomb to the moon. Are other countries okay with this? We own like, the moon. Like, we, don't, we, we o- don't own the moon, do we? Yes, we do. We, we were there first. <laughs> but were we? But were we? <laughs> oh, that's just because you found the bottle cap by an alien. <laughs> You know, the reptilian people. No, but seriously, like, are all the other countries okay with this? Uh, So far, we're okay with Russia having a satellite with nukes on it, so it's fine. I don't know. That sounds... I I, I don't feel really safe with, like, a nuclear reactor. Because, like, what happens if the nuclear reactor starts going haywire? Or gets hit by space dust. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, what happens if something's wrong with it and no one's there? We don't have people living on the moon. And I don't think we can have people living on the moon for a while. Because living on the moon and being in outer space, it changes your body chemistry. And if they want to start a colony out there, their bone density and their body will be shaped differently. It's fine. We'll just ship cows. They don't 
fix nuclear plants. It would be fun to roast one with a nuclear reactor. Oh my gosh. There are so many issues that I see with this. So, so many issues. Okay, so here's how we fix it right here. We send the nuclear reactor. We train squirrels to actually flip the dials. And if something goes wrong, they hit the red button, which will then they'll get a couple of acorns. And so we like, yay, but they're vaporized five minutes later. <laughs> it's insane. They just really want a colony on the moon. But it, it, the moon's not that large right i'm just wondering how people are going to survive for like you know weeks of dark right that's what i'm saying i'm just like what are you guys gonna do there like what's i don't know too much sciencey i'm not a scientist so it is what it is i'm thinking this is more of a concrete like you know an escape plan because you know you got that asteroid apothis coming for us and actually speeding up so wouldn't Mars be a better place or where? Well, you have to have a jumping off point. I suppose. It's it's just too much. Oh, yeah. But still, with the path is coming in 2068 and it's supposed to impact us, like, yeah, escape thing. Escape. We're going to have a escape plan for um, politicians. Well, we're too poor to even worry about it. So let's just live it up. But thanks, guys, for tuning into this episode. Hopefully it was somewhat educational and somewhat funny. You can find me anywhere at The Raging Erica. And you can find me anywhere at Dogfin Studios. You can email us at podcast at gamingtrend.com. And in the description of this episode, you'll find our Discord channel where you can come join and talk to us all. Now, like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can do that anywhere like iTunes, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, YouTube Music. I mean, the list just goes on and on. So like and listen, share with your friends. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.